Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Build Time, a 10-minute journal about building my first application. So the purpose of this podcast is going to be documenting my journey as I build my first quote-unquote real application. It's um, one of the first things I'm probably going to put on the market, or at least I plan to put it on the market as of now. It's going to be an iOS app, and that decision is mostly driven by the fact that I own an iPhone and a Mac, which comes with Xcode. And I'm planning to develop it in SwiftUI, which is a topic I'll probably you know, extend on at some later time. So, but on this first episode, I thought that I should go through what the idea for the application is going to be. By and large, I don't think the idea is that important. So long as your idea is sound, it really matters more that you build the app well than what the individual idea is. But, you know, the implementation still does need to be built around some idea. And the idea for this application is going to be time tracking. So it's called Trickle because it's based on Toggle, which is a nice time tracking service, which I use. What is time tracking? So if you've ever dealt with or heard of someone who does billable hours, so like a lawyer or a consultant, you know what time tracking is. Basically, it's recording how long you spend on a particular activity. So for the purpose of consultants, right, you might want to see how many hours you spent on a project so that you can bill your client for the time that you spent working for them. Or for example, in my previous job as a temp worker, I needed to clock in and clock out, right? So that you know, so that my employer knew how long I had spent working for them. You may also have, like I do, a friend who tracks their sleep. So for example, Fitbits or, you know, other health wearables, right? Some of them can now tell when you're asleep. And so they can tell you how long you spent and they can even tell you things about how long you spent in deep sleep. So you can have an idea about your sleep quality. And all of that falls into the general label of time tracking, right? So recording how long you spend doing something, anything. And one of the issues I have with time tracking, one of the areas where it falls down, is that it tends to have too much of a focus on quantity, I feel, right? Like, so you don't really care how long or when your lawyer was working on something. You really just care how much time they spent doing it, right? You probably don't care that much how, when you went to sleep last night, so long as you got, you know, about eight hours, right? But I do think that the when is as important in time tracking as the how much. And I think the best example I have of this, which you know nicely dovetails with Trickle's idea, is this graph in r slash data is beautiful, where a Redditor recorded when their infant had slept from the newborn stage to when they were four months old. And first of all, I, this, I want to say that this graph, which is linked in the show notes, is just aesthetically incredibly beautiful. You know, besides being a really good graph, it's also just nice to look at, right? It looks kind of like a, a bamkuchen, which is uh, a Korean or Japanese um, kind of concentric circle layer cake, which is very delicious. But, you know, it just kind of shows off this idea. It also kind of looks like maybe a circular rug or something of that nature. And what they're essentially showing is the day-night cycle, right? But overlaid with the times that their infant was awake and asleep. So you can see that as you go out in the circle, you go outwards in the concentric rings, the infant goes from, you know, waking up just all the time, right? Like no rhyme or reason to when they're awake or asleep. They're awake all hour of the day at night. They're asleep, you know, all hour of the day at night and never more than a few hours. But as they get into the two or three month stage, you know, they develop a more regular sleeping rhythm. They tend to sleep at roughly the same time every night and wake up at roughly the same time every morning. And you can see that the light bands, the you know interruptions when they wake up in the middle of the night, those tend to get fewer and further between. And 
what you can intuit from the graph is that the you know the child is sleeping better and better as they get older right and that is kind of the strength of a beautiful graph right that it's able to elicit a qualitative impression from quantitative data so just from recording you know when the infant is awake and asleep you can draw the quantitative conclusion that yeah they're starting to sleep better they're starting to sleep more regularly they're starting to sleep longer at night and you know this is the kind of thing that like the stock market does as well right if you've ever looked at like the price of a stock and seen it rise and be like oh that company is doing well right that's kind of the same thing you're getting a qualitative impression of the company from the qualitative data of its stock price right and a lot of that I feel is missing from time tracking right now. You know, all it can show you is how much time you spent doing something, but it can't really tell you when you were doing it. Or at least, I mean, you can dig through the logs and see when you were doing some particular activity, but there isn't really a good graphing option, right? And that's what I want Trickle to do. I want it to show all of your time tracking data off in an interesting and intuitive way. And the most natural way to do that is a spiral. So why, why a spiral, right? instead of like a circle or something. Well, spirals, you know, they kind of bridge the gap between a line and a circle, right? And that's important because we experience time both linearly and cyclically. And what I mean by that is basically, you know, events occur one after another, right? You know, barring time turners and time travel, right? You're really only going to experience one event at a time in a linear succession, right? So A happens and B happens and C happens, right? You were awake and then you ha had breakfast and then you went to work. But, you know, we also experience relatively similar days and weeks, right? So you probably had dinner at roughly the same time every day. You probably went to sleep at, you know, a fairly consistent hour. Um, you probably go to work and attend school at roughly the same time every day. And that's what I mean. So time is both linear, but it's also a cycle, right? And a spiral is a nice bridge between those two things so that you can see you if as you follow and trace the spiral, you can see, oh, this happened and then this happened and this happened. But by moving out radially along the spiral you can see that you know how consistently you were doing some activity at some time so you know at midnight right i'm going to see a lot of sleep rings right because i'm usually asleep at night and that's the kind of strength that like a spiral has so that's the idea right i want to show time tracking off in an intuitive and hopefully beautiful way but that's not my only hope for the project and i guess i should sort of run through what i want to gain by developing this app you know what what is my goal for this project well first of all the goal is not to make money i am a college student and while it would be nice to have you know some extra change or spending money the truth is that i'm not very confident in my programming ability and i don't think that it would be reasonable or fair to customers if i charge money for you know some kids random project right so I I'm not going to charge money and I, I don't really expect even to have like paid subscriptions or upgrades in the app. I just <laughs> really hope that anyone uses it, right? Like I'll be very, very happy if even a hundred people download or use this app. What I do hope to gain is knowledge, right? So I want to learn about Swift and about Swift UI, um, which is the wheelbarrow that Apple seems to be pushing. It's the main language that they want developers to be using. And it would be really nice if I could get a head start on being proficient at this language and at this programming paradigm. I also think that, you know, this app is building an application as opposed to just, you know, like some CS class project is more useful to being like, I think, a professional programmer because it touches on a lot of areas. So I'm going to have to plug into Toggle's API. I'm going to have to learn how Apple's graphing engines work. I'm going to have to learn, you know, maybe a lot about, say, asynchronous 
processes and all of these different things that they just don't teach you in CS or in CS classes, or at least I haven't encountered them yet. I also want to gain some feedback. Like hopefully, you know, if I get an app store review, it's saying, oh, your app sucks, you know. I mean, that, w that will hurt, obviously. But I mean, I kind of expected to happen because, you know, it's my first app. And I think I could gain a lot from, you know, as a student trying to gain public feedback, right? Like, you know, more than just having feedback from your grades and your professors and your TAs, right? I want to learn, like, not just what is correct code, what is technically, you know, the right way to write a particular program, but I also want to learn how can a programmer make something look beautiful? What does it mean to build a performant app, an app that runs well on people's phones and devices? And all that kind of thing, I think, can only be gained by doing. And so that's why I'm going to build an app. So that's uh, about all the time I have for this first episode. Um, I'm really looking forward to doing this. So I hope that you'll enjoy listening to me do it as well.